Marie Kondo shot to near stardom when a Netflix show was released on January 1 of this year based on her book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. The show, titled Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, takes her into the homes of people who are struggling to be tidy and to get their lives in order. She works with families who have had to downsize, one with a child on the way, a woman who lost her husband and is struggling to let go of his possessions. Today, I want to focus on the book where it all started and the marvelous insight she's given us. I will preface by saying I'm going to break this into two podcasts to keep to my philosophy of providing you with short segments you can easily fit into a walk around the block or a ride to the store. This is part one of two. The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up was published in Japan in 2011 and was translated into English and published in 2013 when she became very popular here. I heard about the book at a women's group meetup in early 2016, and I purchased it when I spotted it in the store soon thereafter. I got about 10 pages in, and I put it down to gather dust. I am terrible when it comes to reading what I'd call business books and self-improvement books. Case in point, I have eight-year-old twins, and I've never read a parenting book. I've read parts of parenting books, but never one cover to cover. When I read in the evenings, I like to relax and escape. I'm tired, so the last thing I yearn for is to pick up a book for more learning. However, when the Netflix show came out, I thought I would start getting questions from clients about her philosophies and practices. I help clients whittle down their wardrobes to their favorite things, so I had to be ready when they asked me about her work. So I picked the book up again, finally committed to reading it. I got about 12 pages into the first chapter when she kind of punched me in the gut. She begins addressing the reasons for clutter, and she writes, A messy room equals a messy mind. Visible mess helps distract us from the true source of the disorder. The messiest room in my home is my office, and the part of my life that feels the most unsettled is my business. What do I want to focus on? Who is my ideal client? Where will I find my clients? Should I create packages? Etc. These are all important questions I need to answer, yet I allow the clutter to build up in the office so that when I do finally have a day or two to focus solely on my business, I spend a good part of it getting the office in order so I can work. Wow, I'm sabotaging my success by allowing the clutter. This was a huge eye-opener for me in her book. Marie writes, When your room is clean and uncluttered, you have no choice but to examine your inner state. Tidying is just a tool, not the final destination. The true goal should be to establish the lifestyle you want most once your house has been put in order. It's funny, here I was reading this book to help me answer questions that may come from my clients when I was confronted with my own issues with being untidy. I guess I needed this book more than I thought I did. Marie breaks tidying down into two broad steps, discarding and storing. First, you must decide what to toss and what to keep, 
and second, decide where to place what you are keeping. I like what Marie writes about our failure to tidy. She says, One reason many of us never succeed at tidying is because we have too much stuff. This excess is caused by our ignorance of how much we actually own. Does this sound like you? My family and I have moved across the country twice in the last four years, and that forced us to closely examine our possessions. We discarded many things in both moves, both before and after the moves, yet I admit we still own more than we use or need. One reason I like working in a client's closet before we shop together is we need to see what she has. Maybe she has a wealth of outfit possibilities already in her wardrobe. There is no need to buy new things when she already owns most of what she requires. So my first bit of advice to you is to really look at what you have, whether it's your wardrobe, your pantry, your household items. Can you see everything you own? Do you find things you forgot you had? Marie wants us to know everything we own, know where it's located, and not buy more than we need. Her philosophy with discarding is to focus on what to keep, not on what to get rid of. Do you find yourself coming across something you think you should get rid of but can't quite do it? She says, there are one of two possibilities for this. She said, either you have an attachment to the past or a fear of the future or a combination of both. She writes, the question of what you want to own is actually the question of how you want to live your life. Wow, this book (laughs) goes a lot deeper than I ever imagined it would. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live my life stuck in the past or fearing what's coming. She writes, the best way to find out what we really need is to get rid of what we don't. I've seen a lot of closets many of them with too many items for one person to ever wear. Marie is right. Many are holding on too tightly out of fear or out of nostalgia. She said that sometimes you do get rid of something you wish you had not, but she says that is okay and don't let it stop you from tidying. She writes, Life becomes far easier once you know that things will still work out, even if you are lacking something. I keep an article of clothing I know I don't love because, well, I might need that one day. That's the fear of the future thing Marie is talking about. I'm breaking my own rule and Marie's of only keeping what I love. I have two items of clothing in mind right now that I know I'm about to get rid of. Just the other day, I was looking at them, and I talked myself out of discarding them because I like to have two of everything, not identical things, but two items that serve the same purpose. I tell myself, what if the other one is dirty and I don't have a backup? Well, guess what? I am sure I will find something else that works just as well, and life will still go on. Okay, I'm going to break here and share the rest of her wisdom in part two. 
Go look at your stuff, and I'll see you back here real soon. Thanks for listening.